0: Would it surprise you? I know it would surprise you. If I told you that for a period of time yesterday, there was a uh, horrible PTSD moment where I was concerned about Bruce here over my shoulder dying. This is messed up. By the way, uh, Darla is behind him. On the couch. That's why you can't see her. She's there in all her glory. Everything's fine. I'll just say that. I don't want this to be one of those stories where I like tell for uh, take forever telling it like I always do, and then uh, nothing happens. So I'll just go to the ending. Obviously, Bruce is fine. But man, oh god! So yesterday was uh, a day to take both Darla and Bruce to the vet. I know this is going to be a big one, uh, in terms of, uh, money. By the way, the uh, vet, Dr. Josh, he goes, okay, um, do you have pet insurance on Darla? I said, no, he goes, you must. Because the way this works is when you try to get pet insurance, they petition us for the history. And if a pet has had any, whatever it, uh, reduces your coverage that's why it's harder for people who's uh, get pet insurance for the uh, animal midlife he goes but there's nothing wrong with your dog your dog's only been alive for eight weeks so get the pet insurance right now go, all right i will so word of advice from dr josh so that's very cool and uh everything's perfect with her there's there's not an issue in the world uh, bruce uh, he's due for all these vaccinations. And uh Bordetella, Lep, lepster Lepter, I don't know how to say it, lepsterosis. Um, all sorts of shit. And then uh they go, do you wanna then um, you wanna get uh some of those pills for the heartworm? And I go, no, let's uh can we do that chart? Uh, shart? Uh shart. Jesus. What the fuck? Shot. Shart. That's something entirely different that I do a few times a year. Shart. What the fuck happened there? <laughs> a shot called heart pro where they, um, put the, uh, they shoot the dog with a shot chart and it doesn't need any type of, uh, uh, heartworm medication for a full year. It's really easy. Cause you know, sometimes you forget to give them the little pill. And uh, they go, yeah. If you, that's what you want. I go, well, whatever. That's easiest, right? Yeah, it is. So we get all the uh, all the stuff taken care of, and um, they take uh, Darla. They actually said, okay, part of the checkup for Darla is uh, we do what. You know, you know do this that the other everything's fine we're gonna wear get a, a trimmer, little nails and then she has to be passed around every single employee at the vet because of uh, the squish you gotta you gotta you know, play pet her and love her up poor Bruce is like yeah whatever so they they do that uh Bruce gets taken care of It's time to leave I'm walking out uh we go to use uh Bruce wants to go potty so uh I want I wander over and um he pukes like hardcore. Like, what? And by the way, they had said to me, uh, they go, all right, you can leave in a few minutes. We're just uh, finishing the observation window to see if there is an allergic reaction to the heart pro shot. So, um, like, I get Bruce, I walk him out. He pukes. And right away, I think, okay, we're, uh, we're just out of the window, but he's having an allergic reaction. He's He's, this is not great. Um, then he takes five more steps, bleh, barfs again. I'm like, holy shit. And he's foaming at the mouth. He's looking at me like, what the fuck have you done to me? You asshole. Poor little guy. So I go back in, I go, Hey, this isn't great. And they, they come out and they take him. He, and just before that, he pukes again and again, he's puked four times in four minutes. Um, And then he's back there for extended time. And I'm sitting in the waiting room, you know, three weeks removed from Daisy. And I'm like, mother fuck, am I going to be cremating another pet here? What the fuck is going on? I wasn't uh, 100% sure what was going on. uh, If it was an allergic reaction. I mean, I didn't know. I just assumed Dr. Josh comes out and he looks at me and he kind of smiles. He goes, it's an allergic reaction. Oh, okay. So what are you doing? He goes. Well, I gave him a steroid and shot a uh, a shot of a steroid to counter the effects, and also a uh, he he's too far gone in the reaction for just a Benadryl. So I gave him a uh, a super powered Benadryl uh, shot, and um, so that's gonna because um, immediately I guess he got back there and he started rubbing his face on the ground. His face is breaking out in hives. It was swelling. His feet. Everything was breaking out in hives. He's itching all over. So then the concern is throat swelling on a uh, short-faced, on a, a, a smush-faced dog like that. That I mean, they already have a, They have a hard time breathing uh, when they're just sleeping for fuck's sake sometimes. So they're concerned about that. So they got to watch him for like extended time to make sure he's okay. As uh, the, the uh, counter-effective uh, medications work their way through his system and um oh fuck tell you what that was uh that was touch and go for me it wasn't in there on their end i'm sure they've seen this many times but dr josh comes out and he goes well he's allergic another thing so uh you don't have to worry about it for a year but uh we won't do that again uh we don't want uh, that to happen so holy shit thank you kabooby 69 uh for subscribing man but uh for a while, I, I had that 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 sinking feeling that uh, this was going to go terribly. Uh, but it, it worked out, thank God. Well, while that was going on, you know, everybody's in love with Darla. She's on my lap, asleep. And uh, this little child comes in. I don't know if she was uh, with it, a worker or something like that. She's probably like six or five. And uh, she comes walking up to me. And she's asked me if she can pet the puppy. And uh, I go, sure, sure. And so, you know, little kid and uh, getting way too close, though. She's like uh, almost laying on me at this point. And I, uh, I, I, I wiggle out of that and I just set the dog down. And then she just doesn't even pay attention to that. And she's just loving the dog up. And I'm, I'm like getting away because it was just, she was in my space and it was funky, you know? And uh, I just, I felt like uh, a, a, a GD creep, frankly. Um, and I said, like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. So I put the dog down and moved away like several feet away. And she's just, she picks the dog up. She's loving on the dog and it's great. So, but I, I was like, you know, kid, um, you know, stranger danger. Someone needs to, uh, I, I th- maybe she does have the stranger danger, but the puppy overpowered the stranger danger. You know, uh, the, the adorable bulldog puppy could probably do that. But this was, holy shit. I had to get the hell out of there. But anyway, if I ever, if there's ever a time, that I want to uh, make my mark in human trafficking, in the human trafficking industry. I'm starting by getting a bulldog puppy. That's the first thing I'm going to do. And that's, there's a good chance that I will be successful because of the bulldog puppy. Everybody comes walking. I could traffic an old man with a bulldog puppy. And uh, anybody, I, I could just, all I got to do is have the bulldog puppy. They come up. They, they go, oh, hey, I don't know you. You could be a trained killer, but I love your bulldog puppy. Can I? Sure. Okay. And then they uh, they pick up the puppy. They turn around. I bash him over the head as hard as I can and drag him into the van, tie him up, and sell them. They become slaves. And, you know, for the investment of the puppy, I pick up the puppy, puppy, you reuse the puppy. You can constantly reuse the puppy. I get more people. And uh, in in a week, I'm going to be the number one human trafficker in the world because of the bulldog puppy. Unbelievable. See, Maureen, she gets it. Uh, she would do the same thing. She says, uh, come see the puppy in my van. Radio Voice Linda says, where's the disclaimer? This is all fiction. Well, of course it's all fiction. I said... If I were ever to go down the road of being a trafficker, uh, that's the way that's I wouldn't, I would never dream of doing that, but that's what I would do, you know. Hmm. Kenny says, reuse the puppy, words I didn't expect to hear this morning. Well, no, the puppy would be a, a tool, you know, how like uh, people in sales they might have their uh, yeah, you know, a copy of Zig Ziglar's book in their briefcase, the uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. You know, if I'm a trafficker, I'm not. I don't need the book. I just need the puppy, and reuse it over and over again, and be successful every time. Uh, Maureen says, "Until the puppy outgrows its cuteness." Oh yeah, so in a matter of weeks, then the puppy is done. So um, you then need a new puppy. And so you, you're uh, when when you go to the person you got the first puppy. Yeah, I I need it. I need a new puppy. Well, I just sold you a puppy. Yeah, but it's not a puppy anymore. I need a puppy. Hey, are you running a puppy mill? No, I'm trafficking people. Oh, okay. It's the key to successful trafficking, in my opinion, is a English bulldog puppy. I think any puppy will do, but if you want to get the most people. You, uh, must go with the cutest. And I think the French and English Bulldogs may be the cutest puppies of all time. I'm partial to them. Also, uh, the, what do you call it? Uh, golden retriever or the, uh, or the yellow lab. Uh, those are amazingly cute or any type of lab. Uh, none of those fucking doodle dogs. Um. I love the neighbors who have doodles, but I I really think that the doodles are overrated. No offense, Ashley. I think there's some overrating going on in the doodle world. You know? Uh, Linda says a corgi puppy would also be effective for human trafficking. Beagles, those are great for human trafficking. Basset hounds. Pretty screwed up that that even popped in my brain. Uh, What the hell is wrong with me? Well, anyway, that was uh, was my day yesterday. I was there for like three hours. Hang on, I got to finish this. Okay. Thank you for joining me today in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Uh, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Uh, Thank you for following the show on Twitch. It happens live on Twitch. The show happens live on Twitch every day at about the same time. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Now the entire show does not appear on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm giving you just a fraction of it. Trying to encourage you to go to Twitch and follow the show there. I haven't heard of it. I don't know what to do. This is so simple. Would you just shut up for a minute and listen to me? The full show on your desktop, laptop, whatever. Go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live and just hit uh, follow. That's all you got to do. Or on your mobile device, just download the Twitch app and then search all one word. Eric Zane live. There I am. Follow let you know every time i start doing a show give yourself a username you can contribute on the chat become a regular um and off you go you can also subscribe if you choose subscribing gets you uh access well uh well less access less access to commercials if you are subscribed no commercials fly in at inopportune times during the video live stream It's all there for you. Or don't. I don't care. This is all free. When you subscribe, though, subscribe with your Amazon Prime account. Link up your Amazon Prime account first and then subscribe. You're like, you're using all sorts of words that I don't know. Um, Essentially, you'll figure it out. It's quite simple. If you just kind of hit things and click on them and look around and have a good time, that's how it is on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. You can also send me an email uh, if you want to chat, eric at ericzainshow.com on the Shoreliners striping inbox. Shoreliners, these are the guys who will stripe the parking lot and make it look spiffy. Thank you very much. And as always, when this show is done, I take the audio and I publish the audio podcast. With a lion's share of people who consume my show, get it on the audio podcast. Whatever platform you like, just search Eric Zane Show. There it is. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. Off you go. Thank you. Stand by. So I will uh, send you on your way. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Facebook and Twitch. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Kenny writes, hit things, click things, click around. You'll get it. Uh, Chris says, virtually any minivan or teacup breed puppy. I'm sorry. Virtually. I can't read today. Virtually any. I can't read and I can't talk. Virtually any miniature or teacup breed puppy would be good for trafficking. Yeah. Maureen agrees. I think generally we can just say puppy because we're obviously talking about all puppies here. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Uh, All right. Audio, I should say video from the uh, Boston Marathon. is kind of making the rounds online. I think the winner came across at about 2.05 on that race Monday. It's incredibly quick. I think it's uh, the guy who won it this year is the same guy who won it last year. So that's about, uh, let's see, little over five minutes a mile. Uh, if you want to get an idea of what that's like from your driveway... Run as fast as you can uh, for the next two driveways. As fast as you possibly can. Uh, You'll probably be right around five minutes a mile for those two driveways. And then you stop, uh, collapse, and realize that for the next week you're going to be in pain. That's what these people do. For 26.2 miles. Linda says she bikes at five minutes a mile. Can't imagine running that fast. Isn't that incredible? Well, this is... Um, this is the most catastrophic thing that has happened at the Boston Marathon. Since the bombing. On the 10-year anniversary of the bombing... This lady did some bombing of her own. Here she is on the ring doorbell camera. She's here on the left side. She's in a position where her hands are on top of the waistband and she's getting ready to uh, drop her shorts because she's going to pull it. The old Eric Zane here. Good form drops the pants and just pushing out the turds just pumping out the feces and there's a guy walking up this guy lives at this uh at this place and he comes walking in and look at he's looking right at her she's looking at him he's like hey what the fuck what are you doing she's like yeah hey i'm taking a shit on your lawn he's like ah oh, fuck uh i i think she wiped she might. Have, a lot of times, runners will run with uh, some, some, uh, some something to wipe with just in case. So she takes the dump. Um, these two are the homeowners are getting ready to interact with her, but she, uh, she beats. She like cuts through the trees, and that's it. Oh man. That's rough. I uh, I think there were um the guy who owns a house, he said there was portage johns everywhere. So he's not he's not having it. He's not happy at all. He's pissed off. And uh he's he's not going quietly into the night. Over this deal. Um, Perhaps understandably. According to this article. From Runner's World. The homeowner was not happy. About the uh, unscheduled pit stop. I have no idea. How it can be defended. LOL. Thank you for the info. I'll be filing a report with the BAA. I'm not sure what the BAA is. Maybe the Boston Athletic Association. What the fuck? I don't know. You're filing a report. Uh, They cannot identify the runner. The uh, homeowner who posted the thread on Reddit noted there were plenty of portable toilets lining the street, like I indicated, for runners to use. Another user was more sympathetic to the runner's plight. I'm sure the runner was really embarrassed to have to do that. I wouldn't call her out on it any further. If she had to go, there was probably no time, and unfortunately, it was in your yard. Better than on Commonwealth Avenue in front of everyone, they posted in a rebuttal. All right. Mike Ball uh, sent this to me, and he wrote in the subject line, I didn't know you ran the Boston Marathon. Okay. couple of things. If she's running well, and uh, let's say she's trying to beat her personal record, and if it's me, I want to beat my personal record. And I'm I'm sniffing. I'm uh, that's a bad word to use. I am I'm, I'm realizing that I'm I'm racing well, and I think I can do it. And if I have to go to a porta john where there's people waiting in line, I would skip that and just do it in the person's yard in order to get the uh, personal record or if I knew that I would crap my, if there's no personal record involved and I'm going to crap my pants, if I don't get some relief, then I would do that. But if I had to go no personal record and I knew I could hold it and wait in line, I just use the Portageon. Grand Rapids marathon years ago. I'm at the starting line race starts in like five minutes. I was jogging, getting warmed up in the neighborhood right near the starting line by the YMCA. And then it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, okay, I have to go now. So I continued my jog down a street in between two houses and just i did what that woman did and um grabbed some leaves done it was it was a fast deal oh my god that put the fear of god in me someone was going to be walking up it was a you know daybreak very very early cleaned up got the fuck out of there that's one of dozens of times i shouldn't say dozens uh, there was the grayling incident where i wiped my ass with my hat there was the Honduras incident. This incident, the one I just told you about, uh, those are three big ones. That's enough. Ryan says, "Big fraud, Zane, Did you carry toilet paper with you? No, no, not in o- not in one of those. No, that's a graded bit of advice. I have carried toilet paper in the past, but not then. Fuck." Uh, last weekend, uh, Saturday, I went. Or s- yeah, Saturday, I went running, and um, I've got four miles to run. I uh, I'm like 15 feet away from my driveway, and I felt some discomfort, and I knew there was a problem. I go, hmm. I'm gonna try to wait this out. Four miles doesn't take that long. I'm approaching the one-mile mark, and I'm feeling more uncomfortable. And now, if I turn around at the one-mile mark, it would make sense because then I can run home. I'll probably really have to go then, go, and then do the same thing, one mile out, one mile back, get my four miles. I'm not uncomfortable. What did I do? None of those things. I kept going to the two-mile mark. As I'm approaching the two-mile mark, I'm dying. Uh, All of the troops have mobilized at the border. It's like my uh, sphincter is the border between, between Ukraine and Russia. And the shit is the Russian army. And the Russian army wants to invade. I realize I'm close to the uh, uh, ball field that's named after Megan's uh, grandpa. Forgot the name of that place, Dale Wagner Park or some shit. Uh, and I know they've got Porta Johns there because every year they have Porta Johns there. These are the Porta Johns that I dropped my Game of Thrones book into like a hundred years ago. Remember that I was reading that Game of Thrones book. Song of Ice and Fire, and I dropped, I was reading the first one, actually called Game of Thrones, and I dropped the fucking book in the toilet, in the portage john Is laying there, I could see the cover with the sword and the blue uh, paperback, and it's laying there in a pile of shit, and for a second, I was like, I should reach in and get it, no, you asshole! Um... Uh, Ryan says, how the fuck does that happen? I don't know, man. Maureen questioning my judgment with the, you take you took reading material into a porta potty. Well, yeah, it was a good point in the book. I think it was the red wedding. Uh, Kenny says, what if it had been your phone? Would you have grabbed it? No. And you know what? Since that day, when I go into a restroom... Or a uh, porta John like that, or the outhouse up north. The first thing I do is close the lid and then things out of my pocket, and then I put them all on that shelf so that I have no, no keys, no wallet, no phone, nothing. And then, all right, I'm safe. It's like my checklist. I learned. Well, anyway, thank God that that porta John was there the other day because that was fucking rough. It saved my life. Man. Um, Kenny was going with the questions about what is it with, uh, runners? What causes, why does running cause so much? It's the jostling. Um, all of that impact it's, you know, it's like, uh, 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 shaking out a pair of pants and your keys and wallet come flying out of it. Does running just shake everything loose? Yeah. You figured it out. That's exactly what happens. Oh man, it just it's just the worst. The key here's what you should do. If you, um, if you are like training and you don't want to crap the next day on your run, like let's say you guys all decide to get in shape to run a marathon. The key advice is, uh, the day before when you eat your meal, do not overeat. Just eat a light meal. Because, you know, what you put in has to come out. And, you know, you're talking about 5 p.m. Eat. Maybe earlier. And for the love of God, uh, don't eat any fucking salads or anything with high fiber. All right? And uh, then the next morning, at some point, nature should take its course. If it doesn't, you may have to cut loose at some point during that race. Oh man, so I can I can sympathize uh, what that lady was experiencing. Um, on Reddit, a lot of people are torn, um, or there's a lot of people supporting the guy who owns a home, and a lot of people supporting the runner. Comment, what would you have done in her situation? Response, use one of the thousands of ported bodies along the route. Comment. Sometimes it's an emergency. Why would you approach her during this? It was probably embarrassing. Homeowner's response. She should have had the courtesy of not shitting on my lawn. There is no poss- there is no possible way her actions can never be justified. No, that's not true. Comment. Homeowner should have taken a lesson from this post. Being a decent human being actually requires some effort. Uh, Comment. Damn, homeowner, you didn't even offer them the bathroom? Boo! Response. Right? That's the humane thing to do. Do you want to clean up in my house? Another response. You're right. Homeowner should have been out there with baby wipes helping her wipe her ass. (laughs) Maybe get her some Imodium and water while she's at it. Shut the fuck up. You're going to invite some stranger into your house after she poops on your lawn? Comment. You're acting like someone pooped in your yard for fun. She's running a marathon and didn't know what to do. It's not like she could just go home. Yeah, it's gross, but she was probably already embarrassed about the situation. Response from homeowner. A choice was made to run a marathon. This is a person's choice and they're allowed to it and all the power to them. It absolutely does not give them the right to just crap on my lawn because they decided to run a race. One person's choice should not be another person's consequences in this case. Comment. The marathoner simps defending this are unhinged. Pooping in someone's yard? What? That's insane. All right. My opinion is she probably was in a bad position, bad spot. I know she was. I'm sympathetic towards her. Um, There's nothing that could have been done. And then the guy is overreacting. It's shit. All right. It's not the end of the world. Sure, it's gross, but a lot of things are gross. Just let it dry out. Okay. Give it a day to become dry turds and then get rid of it. I, I don't recommend the fresh time. Uh, that might make you gag. And then make you more mad. Or let the dog out to eat it. That's what you should do. Uh, Ryan says, I wonder if Mr. Homeowner saw vag. <laughs> Kenny writes, people pay for actual animal shit mixtures for their gardens. He should have just thanked her. Well, I, I don't think... No, I don't, I don't think that's going to work because that would require him like getting the shit and then like, uh, putting it in one of those metal mixing bowls and adding some nutrients to it and then getting the whisk out and, and, you know, blending it and then pouring it on the crop. So I, I, I don't think it's quite the same. I'm getting a homeowner probably uses the video to get himself off. I believe that's rich. Who just won in trivia against Dale the other day. Yeah. The guy, if it were me walk up, see her. I turn around like, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's just weird that he was looking at her like that. The whole thing's fucked up. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a bad deal. It's a bad deal. Not everything's perfect. Okay. It's fine. Fucking lighten up. You pain in the ass. Jackass. Okay. Uh, many of you have, um, heard me over the years, talk to, uh, the Agar family. Remember John? Uh, Johnny is the, uh, uh, fella who, um, has cerebral palsy and he, uh, uh, featured on ESPN and he's uh, become a motivational speaker about you can do anything if you put your mind to it. And that's kind of his mantra. They live not far from here. And uh, we've become friends over the years. Uh, Your old pal, easy with the whole family. And um, so John's sister, Annie is a huge sports nut. And uh, as she, Through her youth, she um, became interested in sports reporting and sports writing. And um, while that was happening, uh, thank God she has the prettiest mom, you know, in the world next to my lovely Diana. And uh, she was blessed. Annie is a stone cold, lovely lady. She is an absolute fox. And, uh, so she has a social media presence. So hundreds of thousands of people follow Annie online. Okay. And, um, recently she posted a video of her, uh, behind the wheel of an Indy car. So this is the video of that. And there's a reason um why this comes up. Why can't I see it? I should be able to. okay, we need this. We have to have this in order for this show to continue today. Mm. This sucks. That's weird because I had video earlier in the show. I showed it to you. Okay. I may have, to, okay, wait a minute. We're getting somewhere. We are getting somewhere. Okay, good. For a second there, I thought I was screwed. Whew. Thank God. Okay, video check, audio check. This is, uh, this is Annie. Kevin Kuyper says she's a 20 out of a 10. And yes, if you do look up, you will see Annie. Annie likes to dress in bikinis and things like that and take pictures. I am not I'm not supporting I I'm not going to post them here. I'm not going to talk about it because again, this is all weird. She's the same age as as my kids and I again, I like old women and I don't like even looking at young women. It fucking creeps me the fuck out as it should but some of you bastards are of age and I know what you would do so this is like if you sit there and objectify this kid it's like you're objectifying my daughter so there you go anyway this is what Annie shot the other day and posted
1: ready set
0: let's roll
2: all right, you guys, we're out
0: here for- By the way, Annie is well aware of her beauty, and she uses that to her advantage all the damn time.
2: All right, the Grand Prix in Long Beach. Uh, I'm about to go
3: in a race
4: car, okay? And my only racing experience is Mario Kart, which I killed, by the way. I am terrified. Damn pretty girl, you ain't done it again. You gonna turn it sexy all the way up to 10. I never seen a-
0: All right, so you, you get it. I want to get a Twitch ticket. All right, so this is a car where she's, like, in the back seat of it. She's not actually driving it, but what the hell? Oh, she's having fun. Okay, great. She posts it. Everybody has a good time. Her quote is, this is how uh, Tyreek Hill feels all the time, isn't it? Never felt faster. Add IndyCar, thanks so much for having me out. Unreal experience. Tyreek Hill is a, uh, well, the fastest football player in the league, I think. Uh, For the Miami Dolphins. Um, She did not tweet this at Tyreek Hill, but Tyreek Hill did see it. And he writes, Annie, if you want my number, just say that. Here's Tyreek looking sweet. So he uh, shoots a shot with that one. Annie, if you want, he he tweets it out to the world. Annie, if you want my number, just say that. Now, where this gets even more fantastic is Annie, look what she says here. Appreciate you, man. Saw the video of that kid at your camp, though. Looked like he already had your number. She's referring to a clip from the Tyreek Hill football camp the other day. Tyreek is in the red shorts here. Though he's a receiver, he's going to defend this young man. This is a this is a high school kid who's going to try to uh um, break free from Tyreek and catch a pass Tyreek says I will play defense And again this is the fastest guy In the NFL and it, he's competing Against a child Watch what the kid does to quote unquote Get his number oh. yeah. 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 He embarrasses the shit out of the Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He gets his hoodie. He was if he was able to uh, get a touchdown, the bet was uh he gets a free hoodie from Tyreek Hill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love everybody chases after him. Yeah, fuck you, Tyreek. Just embarrassed him. So Annie Rather than, you know, uh, ooh, Tyreek Hill is reaching out to me. That's so awesome. Ooh. She says, yeah, yeah, I appreciate you. (laughs) I appreciate you. But it looks like that uh, kid at your camp already has your number. What a fucking, oh my God, if I'm him, I'm like, holy shit. Wow. Was that awesome. Uh and then Tyreek beat the hell out of him he did to his own child yeah i, I you know i was going to leave that out just because it would uh slow slow down the story but yeah that uh that was a thing i think Tyreek broke his kid's arm like uh, he has a uh, a very young child or he did uh child broken arm Oh yeah. yeah. And it was on like a recording. April 25, 2019, disturbing audio recording released of Tyreek Hill and his fiance discussing son's broken arm. An 11-minute audio clip that features Tyreek and his Chris is uh, fiance at the time discussing the 3-year-old broken arm and how to deal with the police investigation was released. In the clip, uh mom asked Hill why their son said daddy did it. In regards to their son's broken arm. At one point, Hill re- tells the fiance, You need to be terrified of me. You need to be terrified of me too, bitch. What the fuck? Ugh. Later in the conversation, the fiance discusses other instances of Hill getting physical with a child, saying, You open up his arms and you punch him in the chest. Mom said in the recording that Hill used a belt on the child who had been temporarily re- removed from the home of the Department of Children and Families Investigation. Boy, if you're dad, Agar, you're like, stay away from this fucking animal. Um, on Wednesday of uh, this time period, the D.A. in that area said the office would decline to file charges against Hill and the mom in the criminal investigation for child abuse charges. Howe said his office believed that a crime occurred, but the evidence does not conclusively establish who committed the crime, which led them to close the case. So he kind of got off um, with lack of evidence. But there's enough evidence for the prosecutor to say, yeah, I believe he did, in fact, do all these things. However, get a conviction might be a little harder that to me sounds weak but okay uh eventually the chiefs let him go he did play further for the chiefs after that and then eventually winds up in miami still one of the best players in the league least receiver and fastest for sure but that's horrible if you're daddy agar you're like yeah. Good job, Annie. Good job putting that fucker in his place. Uh, Annie, I'll give you my number. Oh, well, yeah, it already looks like that kid at your camp got your number. Fuck you. That is so sweet by Annie. I love that. Appreciate you, man. Saw the video of that kid at your camp, though. Looked like he already had your number. Um, she's funny. She's very, very funny. Tyreek probably thinks he's got to get a number out of the deal or end up talking to her because he's famous and she just rubs his nose and in the pile of shit that that Boston marathon runner plopped onto that guy's lawn. I love that so much. Uh, about the prosecution Cole writes, I believe he did do those things. However, he paid us to look the other way. Uh Kent dropped the E out of you, says only thing that would have been better would be if Annie said that CPS already had his number. Oh my God. Kenny writes, What the hell? Yeah, why would that why would Annie want his number for fuck's sake? I don't think she does. I don't think she does. I just love what she did. Um, I love how he figures. Oh, she's absolutely going to want my number. I'm Tyreek Hill. So great. Thank you to Chris D for sending along all of that drama. I loved it. Well done. Okay. The Patreon is uh, where I will be later on after this show finishes. Finishes. God, what the fuck is wrong with me? Uh, A shart Finishes i'll be on patreon later on and i want you to join me patreon.com slash eric zane in fact today we've got the ben and eric patreon podcast at 7 (coughs) p.m excuse me join me for that join us for that we'll also record another edition of who are these zanes where we review old audio from uh, previous radio jobs and rip your old pal eric zane a new one patreon.com slash eric zane The opening live stream of today's show brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. If uh, maybe you have some high interest credit card bills and you want to get rid of that debt because it's 25% interest right now, get a a refi on your home for the amount that you owe. Okay. And uh, get some money out of your home. And then you're paying on a, low, a lower rate, a much lower rate than you would be the credit. I know that mortgage interest rates are high right now, but not nearly as high as credit cards. That's the logic there. You can do this anytime. But now especially it's important because if you have any debt on a credit card, it's really bad. My point is uh, you're going with the lesser of two evils. 7% interest as opposed to 25% interest. You can always pay it off early on the uh, mortgage or refinance it when the rate goes down. All of this is stuff that will be explained to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Now with offices all across the United States, 231-332-6505, the trusted authority, five-star service from the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Anywhere in the U.S. except South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii, 231-332-6505. Don't call Kyle Ryan. Besides, it's 420. He's not working today. You know there are people who actually do do that. They take the day off and just pray to marijuana gods and smoke all day long. What a fucking waste of a day. Are you crazy? Uh, Anyway, there you go. Thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling 2, 616-516-8579. Key sponsor of the show. Uh, get your furnace tuned up from A&E Heating and Cooling. I should say your air conditioning tuned up. Heating season is just about over. Air conditioning season is right around the corner. 616 8579 If you're in the market for a new AC, new furnace, this is who you call. Go ahead and get some estimates from the other guys. But go with the trusted source A and E Heating and Cooling. You're supporting a sponsor of this show, and that goes a long way. So thank you, thank you, thank you if you've done that in the past. Your old pal EZ has to go tinkle. Stay right there. I will be back. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart lock, 2K cam, and doorbell, three in one, triple security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys, and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in the door unlocks in they go. And of course it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security and the Eufy video lock is the top of the heap Okay. You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing. Powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. All right, all right, all right, all right. Looks like puppy's kind of waking up there. He's chewing on Bruce's ear. That's not going to go well. Oops. Um, Maureen says an update on uh, on the guy that she works with at their volunteers with um, uh, at the I forget what the organization is, but she she goes and she uh, uh, helps rescue animals that are being treated with not the right care not appropriate care and uh, get them out of those environments and help the pets get rehabilitated and adopted out or um, until the families can get on their feet to be able to take care of a dog this is this is a uh, tough work saving tails animal rescue is what it's known as or star which, by the way, I just, uh, I was just reminded. Linda won in trivia. Did I, do you remember, did I give you the money and then you donated it? Or did you want me to donate it to Saving Tails Animal Rescue? I forget. Can you fill me in? I don't recall what I did. Because if it's on me, then I need to do that. And I was just reminded of it by reading Saving Tails Animal Rescue. Please let me know. Anyway, Maureen works with a guy who... <laughs> the guy was upset at um, the the dog owner that they were rescuing the dog from. And um, this guy that she worked with, this volunteer, and the volunteer described the guy who owns a dog as the N-word. So... And then now when Maureen was describing the story to us that led us into an entirely different saga when she was uh, describing this to us in the first place but her update is well I'll just tell you guys in my follow up to the N-word story the guy doubled down he didn't say the N-word again but he made awful remarks again yeah you got to you got to disavow you got to you got to disavow you got to uh you got to either call him out in the moment Or tell the boss and say, we got to distance ourselves from this guy. Because he's going to say that, okay, in front of the wrong person. And then they're going to go to the TV station. And then it's going to affect everything with the adoption or the animal rescue. It's going to fuck everything up for you guys. You got to get that guy out. Maureen says she'll tell us the story tonight on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Awesome. I can't wait. Uh, we're gonna bring in Kyle from uh, another edition for another edition of Let's Kill. Last week, he was on the 25th floor of some building doing work, and we we couldn't connect. Hello, Eric. Oh, don't even tell me. Hey, how are you, Kyle? good yeah, do i sound better you sound fantastic fucking clear dude. you you were in the middle of uh doing a demo job at the top of a building last week so that's okay yeah that was
1: i know that was great i thought i thought you know, i was like there could be potentially an issue but it was way worse than i
0: expected <laughs> okay so different environment today that's good how's everything in your world
1: Let me tell you this little fucking story, Eric Zane. Um, So I had to, uh, well, I needed a new phone anyways because here's what happened. Last time I got a phone, um, you know, logistical issues in the world or whatever, but they didn't have, like, a phone protector for me. So they were like, come back and get one in, like, two weeks because we'll have them in that. And I was like, okay. Yeah. But I have a kid, so I fucking didn't, right? So anyways, my phone was all cracked up and... um, Messed up, anyways. But last Saturday we went over to um, our friend's house because they have a hot tub, and we—long story short—I got in the hot tub and was in there for like 15 minutes, and then Blue was like, "Hey, uh, can can you see if my phone's ringing?" And I thought my phone was by hers. And I looked over there and looked, and it wasn't. And then I freaked out internally because I was like, I know this fucking thing's in my pocket right now. And it was in my pocket. So I fried my phone last weekend. So I got a new phone, baby. Oh,
0: fucking fried. That's a, that's a bad feeling
1: i know and it was like it was like it, there was no denying it because it was like 15 minutes like it wasn't just like a oh I dropped it in there really quick and grabbed it out yeah, like, no right. that sucker was oh, yeah. water was in the components oh you know yeah what I mean?
0: it was it was it was uh there was more water in that than like you know a sponge the, Oh oh 100 um that's that's a terrible feeling um and i i even um I mean, that's bad. Also, losing the phone or misplacing it, and you don't – Like, the other day, I, lo- I I knew that it was lost somewhere in the YMCA. So, the amount of panic there – I think there's more panic there than when, like, you can't find your child. I think – Yeah. I think, <laughs> oh, it was bad, and someone had turned it in, thank God. But at the time, I was like, oh, no, my phone. Oh, you know, just losing my mind. It's similarly when you when you do that, uh, uh ruin the phone, but at least you know. So you end up getting the, the new phone. That's good. Did you get a case right away? Yeah, yep. Um Blue
1: uh enforced her wifely abilities on me. Yeah. And was like, I'm not even fucking leaving this up to you. She's like, I'm getting it for you right now. So then she Did a bunch of stuff on Amazon or whatever, and got me the right stuff. So yeah, this sucker is protected, baby. This sucker could do. Well, I don't know how this stuff usually works, but I'm guessing it's pretty protected.
0: That's good. Did you get a screen protector? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, you're. Yeah, listen to her. Listen to her. Has she not done that? Would you have even bothered? Um,
1: I don't fucking know. I have good intentions. Like even the last time I got the phone, I was like, all right, I'll come back in and get, get one. And you know, then, uh, several months pass and you don't do it. So
0: I don't Uh know. Hey, what happened? You're right there. And then you disappeared. It was like mid word. I can't hear anything. Can you hear me? I'm gonna hang up and try again. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Now, watch, gonna go right to voicemail. He's probably still talking. Now, I can't even get it to ring. Oh, for God's sake. All right, while I wait for that dumbass to come back and join us, let's uh, go around the radio.
4: Final hour on this Thursday the Free Beer and Hot Wings Show. 1 800 947 3979. Call or text if you like. FreeBaronomics.com for the other stuff. Monday! For the other stuff. What does that mean? In the evening or afternoon, depending on your location, virtual live at night for annual fancy idiots. Uh, usually a 45 minute to a one hour or more video segment streaming live to those who want to watch it live. And for those later, no FCC. There no FCC, No rules. <laughs> I don't know what'll happen. Usually some phone. That's calls. where we really lose yeah, our yeah, mind and, and tell people Lander to fuck off. By oh, the right way, Freebear
0: has always said the word it. usually. Yeah, usually. You'll booze. You'll never not it's hear really it again. Good. Smug it beer. Happen, yeah. No invites for the rest of us, I guess. Nope. Yeah. Usually. The word is usually he's always said usually.
4: Steve is here.
0: One time I said to him, I go, dude, you're saying usually.
4: And he got so
0: fucking pissed off at me. No. I mean, I, I, you know, I can look back and on myself go, yeah, I should have won because I should have said the right answers, but I didn't. Like in hindsight, I go, oh yeah, of course it would have been this and, you know, whatever. But, you know, like the housing market one, I go, oh my God, of course mm-hmm. it's the housing market. Stacy was, but I just, you know, All right, I can't take it. I don't know what the fuck is going on there. You know, it doesn't work. Sometimes I...
4: From the universe. Another text that enunciates the same
2: principle. You uh-huh. find...
4: uh, is it? me, yeah oh, And I've been moving on and singing that same old oh, song, yeah with me. Sing it.
3: shopping is way better with a soundtrack you know obviously. just better listen to us anytime on your
4: smart speaker the best mix of 2k to today mix 957. 7 Forget.
1: You, should, you know maybe don't pan out for a long time um, but I feel that for me
4: say stuff and then report when you're right and ignore when you're wrong. It's a dream. What
0: if Puddin's on? Oh, Puddin starts a show by playing the national anthem. I love this. This is so fucking stupid. I'm a patriot. We start our show by playing the national anthem i've never wanted to be a canadian more than when pudding is playing the national anthem what an asshole that fat fuck what is it peanut the dog's upset my puppy is upset what can i do for you You gotta go potty or something i think she does okay We're going to take a puppy potty break. Kyle must have dropped his phone in the toilet or something. Uh, Because I can't get. uh, I'll have to call. Wait, you know what? I think I might have my phone on Do Not Disturb. I think that's why I haven't heard from him yet. Uh, Hang on. I'll call you in a sec. You dropped out. All right, I'm going to let the puppy out. i be right back. It's raining like hell out there. Puppy didn't like that. Uh, Maureen says, The puppy's so cute, I'd watch her videos all day. Darla needs her own social media, Eric. Eric needs to capitalize on her cuteness. Chris writes, The video of Darla and Bruce playing was so awesome. You know, it's not a bad idea. Darla, the English Bulldog videos. Will I do it now? Of course not. That requires effort and time, which I just don't have. Eric Zane, what the fuck happened there, Eric Zane? I don't know, Eric Zane. Eric Zane. Yo, it was like uh, we're talking about your phone, and then all of a sudden the phone dies. Dude, it, it, that's
1: weird. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm. i having just bad luck with cell phone towers, dude.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, um, it's fine. I uh, went around the radio and then I let the dog out. Got, hey, I got a new puppy. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. What, what kind? It's a little English bulldog. A little English bulldog. All right. Yeah. What, what's? You say it's a his or a her? It's a her. It's a, her name's Darla. <laughs> Darla.
1: Now that's a good dog name, I think.
0: Yeah, she's she's great. So happy with that. Um, okay, so what's going on in your world? Uh, you see any stories that catch your eye, Kyle? You know, I I have
1: seen some stories. Um, and let me let me fucking tell you this, Eric Zane. Um, did you hear about this story of fucking this this baby crawling through the White House fence? No, what? Yeah, there's just this fucking article that says uh, Littlest Intruder, you know, because they got to make it sound cute Toddler crawls through White House fence And it says here that uh, Joe Biden came out and sniffed it And then they shot it Oh, no <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, no, it just says a uh, curious toddler just climbed Yeah, I don't know, dude, just climbed, climbed through the fence And let's see let's see what the, uh, the old Secret Service did no, they just walked across the lawn and retrieved it. Okay. Oh, yeah. See, so, yeah, nothing crazy. Yeah. Nothing I, crazy.
0: You know, I, I, am looking at it right now. So, uh, as, as you're talking about it, it looks like, uh, um, that they, they did just that. But you know, that, I guess the question right away, cause anytime kids do anything like this, the, the, oh, we're the parents. They're obviously bad parents. And, uh, you know, i I don't know so much about that. Oh, for fuck's sake. Are you kidding me? Wait a minute. Oh, Oh. all right. Unfortunately, um, I can't allow that to happen. I am punting on our Kyle segment today. I have to. I don't know what else to do. We're just getting going. That's for the second time. Uh, he writes uh, after the last one. He wrote, "Hey, I just turned on Wi-Fi. Calling, lol. Hopefully that helps. Fucking a. Uh oh, it happened again. Ha 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 ha! to have to let that go. Moving on." Once shame on what's that was saying? Shame on uh, uh, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, no. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Let's get into a little bit uh, a follow up on Andy Knoll. You're like, who is Andy Knoll? Why do I, why do I know the name Andy Knoll? Remember Andy Knoll? She's the CEO of what was known as Herman Miller, now known as, oh, wait a minute. Her name is Andy Owen. Andy Owen, the CEO of Miller Knoll, formerly known as Herman Miller uh, Furniture Giant, based uh, 10 miles away from where I sit in Zeeland, Michigan. That's, I believe, where her office is. Uh, That's the headquarters of this company that has thousands of people working for it. Uh, Making office furniture. And um, she was doing a um, Zoom to all of the employees. And uh, it was town hall style. So someone asked a question about uh, we can't get our... I'm I'm bummed out that we can't get our bonuses. And uh, now she got her bonus. Like over a million dollar bonus. And uh, no one else did. Now these people are making on average... About $45,000 a year. The bonus is like 5% tops. That's looking at about $2,250 for a bonus for some of these folks. That uh, is huge for them. She said this about them not getting the bonus.
3: Great question, Chris, and you know, a lot of questions came through about how can we stay motivated if we're not gonna get a bonus? What can we do? What can we do? Some of them were nice and some of them were not so nice. So I'm gonna address this head on. The most important thing we can do right now is focus on the things that we can control. None of us could have predicted COVID. None of us could have predicted supply chain. None of us could have predicted bank failures. But uh,
0: I am sick and tired of businesses using that as an excuse for being shitty.
3: What we can do is stay in front of our customers, provide the best customer service we can, get our orders out our door, treat each other well, be kind, be respectful, focus on the future because it will be bright. It's not good to be in a situation we're in today, but we're not going to be here forever. It is going to get better. So lead, lead by example, treat people well, talk to them, be kind, and get after it.
0: Okay, I pause it because, uh, hang on, let me get her. Got all sorts of challenges on the show today to get this done uh, between the Kyle and between Kyle's phone and the puppy. I've got a tough life. I've got to pet a puppy dog while I do the show. Um, she's already off uh, on a bad start in this rant. I, she should have been more prepared, but when you have received your bonus and all the people, the worker bees do not, there's no way out. There's nothing you can do. Oh my God. So I, and I, so I don't have an answer other than if you give away your bonus to all those people, that's the only thing you can do. And there's no way she's going to do that.
3: Don't ask about what are we going to do if you don't get a bonus? Get the damn twenty-six million dollars. Spend your time and your effort thinking about the twenty-six million dollars we need, and not thinking about what you're gonna do if we don't get a bonus. All right? Oh. Can I get some commitment for that? I would appreciate
0: it. What? What a bitch! I had
3: an old boss who said to me one time, "You can visit Pity City, but you can't live there." Oh. People leave Pity City. Let's get it done. Thank you. Oh. Have a great
0: day. What a passive aggressive condescending whore. Oh my god, and then she finishes with the mic drops and mouths the word boom in your fucking face. It's getting worse every time I watch that damn thing. How bad was that? Ah. Uh Ryan says, Captain goes down with the ship, you stupid fucking idiot. You're the fucking leader. Kenny writes, what a bitch. Uh, Ryan says, you go get the goddamn $26 you stupid jackass. Uh, Getting a bonus was your incentive. You failed. Try harder or find a new job. Savage Sack Lunch says, Um, Ryan says this lady is a complete jackass. You're a shitty boss who clearly has no concept of being a leader. Get the fuck out. Um, there's follow-up to this. So that thing went viral. I mean, it has just been dominating the news. What is it? Just lay down. Just rest. Follow-up. The latest is uh, Miller Knoll employee. Company threatening termination for speaking out about bonuses. This was published yesterday. Miller Knoll employees were threatened with termination for speaking to the media about the comments from Andy uh, Owen. That's according to an employee who was granted anonymity by the Holland Sentinel to protect their job. Quote, we have a meeting at the beginning of every shift. The employee wrote in a message Wednesday, April 19th. Last night, the comments were brought up in the meeting, and they said if anybody spoke out, it wouldn't be good for them, and they could be terminated. So now people are just speaking out about what she said in the meeting, and they're being threatened with their jobs. These are people that, they need their jobs. They've, they're, They have, they're supporting their families as best they can. And so they're speaking out about a terrible bit of behavior by this asshole boss and they're being threatened with their jobs. Chris Marubio, a spokesperson for Miller Knoll told the Sentinel on Wednesday, that was false. Didn't happen. Uh, the first thing I would say is nobody has been directed to do that. She said, it's not a company policy. It's not something that we're doing. So that's wrong and false. The global furniture manufacturer's CEO, Andy Owen, found herself in hot water over the comments she made. Uh, That basically just rehashes the shit we already talked about. The stupid pity city thing. She joined the company in 2018 after a long career at Gap. Like the Gap. Clothing, I guess. She then apologized. And I love the way um, Tyler wrote the comment, Miller Knoll, CEO Andy Owen. I'll paraphrase her apology. I'm sorry people are calling me out, and I'm sorry you peasants didn't interpret my comments the right way. That's what I am reading. (laughs) Dog. When I read into what she said in her supposed <laughs> apology, what is your deal? What is it? I just let you out. You went poop three times. You eat. You, 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 you. Oh my god. Oh shit. What are we gonna do? I'm gonna take her back out, and I'll come back and finish this story. This is bound to happen when you have a puppy. Oh, honey. Okay. Let me try this again. Sorry. I think we've been doing pretty good actually. Could be worse. Oh, okay. All right, honey bunny. Oh, I know, I know, it's rough. Take you out, I'll get you a snack. Don't go anywhere, stick with me. Stick with me. This dog poops a lot. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, that was uh, poop number four for this poochie. All right. Let's get settled in here. Try to f- bring this show home. I got, got some snacks here for my little one. Okay, here you go, peanut. Here you go. Want some snacks? Okay. More on this. Quote, unquote, apology. Story says uh, Andy Owen has apologized to workers. I don't know if this is an, an apology. After the remarks went viral, Owen sent an email to the workers. Quote, I want to be transparent and empathetic. You may be, I don't think you're going to be either of the those. I don't think she is either of those in this email. And as I continue to reflect on this instance, translation, feel, t- uh, get tons of shit about what I said. I feel terrible that my rallying cry Seemed insensitive. Someone on Reddit pointed out the word seemed is operative. It should say, I feel terrible that my rallying cry was insensitive. It makes it worse when you treat these people like they're stupid for, uh, Taking what she said and making it seem insensitive, it was insensitive. You're an asshole. One of you uh, posted in the comments something about pity city and she being the mayor of Cuntville. She said, "What I'd hope hope would energize the team to meet a challenge that we've met many times before." landed in a way that I did not intend and for that I am sorry. Okay, that's a bullshit apology by this fucking asshole. We should simply be hearing I was way out of line and uh thank you for correcting me. Anything. I was my it's always incredible when people their own ego gets in the way of what should be an apology. You know, uh, this is what I expect should happen, should have happened with the former Zaniacs. They should have been apologizing to me, but they never, (laughs) they never did. I'm kidding. Just being an asshole. Um, but it's true. They're idiots. Um, she said, um, what I hope it energized. And for that, I am sorry. She went on to say nothing will lessen the power and strength of our collective team my appreciation for each of you is huge and I will continue to do everything I can to help us meet our shared goals thank you for your hard work your grace and for co- yeah, it, all of this is uh, just flowery language flowery words to try to cover up that uh, on this so called apology you basically indicated that what you didn't do anything wrong and that they just took it poorly that's what you're saying what a bitch what a bitch uh this was posted in the um one of my favorite subreddits um r slash grand rapids and a lot of people commented on it um which i don't want to get into i'm just looking at it right now various service professor jokes God forbid the sales forecasting gap falls on the shoulders of someone other than the salespeople. Could it be that the leadership forecasted plan poorly? poorly? What's the CEO's plan to close the gap? Also hilarious that her uh, prior experience as a global president of Gap Banana Republic from 14 to 17 accounted for a 50% decreased drop in their share price. This person writes, she seems like a truly awful person. This person says, with a little more context, this makes a lot more sense. Focus on getting to that sales goal and you'll get your bonus. Is that correct? This is an unrealized bonus. That's kind of how sales goes. And this is pretty much every sales meeting. Her bonuses most likely depend on that goal too. She, Well, that's we don't know that. Uh, I do know that she got her bonus. That's the, that's the fucking smoking gun here and what people aren't paying attention to. She got the bonus. They did not get their bonus. How can you justify this type of talk, this type of uh, bullshit pep talk, when you took the bonus, you fucking asshole? My God. Ryan says it's hyperbole bullshit because she's saying that the staff was the problem for being offended. What a statement. Holy shit. I've never wanted to see someone fired more. I'm hot on this and I don't know why. Chris writes, shut up and do your jobs, peasants. Ryan says that means that jackasses still don't believe what she did was insensitive. It's not an apology. It's a sorry I got fucking caught. Aram says she is sorry if you were offended. By the way, somebody has the hiccups now. All right. Honey, why don't you just go to sleep? Why don't you just relax? having a tough time. I don't know what the deal is. They gave her a shot to uh, uh, get rid of worms in her gut. I guess all puppies have like worms. I'm like, really? Kenny is fixating on a uh, a rocket that's getting ready to launch. That is the uh, Artemis rocket, I believe. Maybe we can see that together. Artemis rocket. It may have taken off already.
3: Seconds into the flight of Artemis 1. It's
4: now- upper stage, the ICPS, and it's been switched to battery power. The same milestone is coming up for the core stage at T-minus 1 an minute one. and 30 seconds.
0: I think that is happening, but I don't know if it's uh, happening as we speak. What? All right, look. You went pee. You went poo. You ate. Now I'm just going to put you down. Wander over and mess around with uh, with uh, O'Neill, but I kind of have to keep one eye on you because I don't want you to chew like a cord or something. Okay, now she's getting a drink of water. Maybe that's what she wanted. We'll see if we can uh, soothe the savage beast here. Um. Kenny says, it's happening. It's way up there now. Savage sack Lunch, who is on Team Andy Owen, he says she earned her bonus. They didn't. I think he means to write, why are we punishing her? Doesn't seem fair. And if, it, and if she did earn it, um, I think the problem is it's the way she's, um, her approach in talking to these people, I think that's what's coming back to bite her in the ass. And I would need to see exactly what she did to earn that bonus. Because it seems to me that if you are in charge of a company, and you earn a bonus, you would be doing something good. And I, I would argue that she hasn't done anything good for that company in at least the last week. I think you're going to die on that hill alone, Savage Sack Lunch. Which is good. I like that you're doing that. Uh, because I'm typically... uh one that would um, be doing what you're doing. Okay. Rocket launch. Today? I can't find it. The shit just hit the fan with the rocket. Is there someone in the rocket? That's what I need to know.
4: So we wanted to make it all the way through, but to get this far honestly is amazing. <laughs> well, if you're just joining
0: Unmanned. Him,
2: Starship just experienced one call, lap a rapid unscheduled disassembly or a rud during ascent. But now this was a development test. This is the first test flight of Starship, and the goal was to gather the data and as we said, clear the pad and get ready to go again. So you never know exactly what's gonna happen.
0: All right, these guys are shitty. Let's bring in Rocket Correspondent Kenny here to break it down. That's a great suggestion. As to what? Kenny's got like one ear on the show and his other eye and ear and his eyes and the other ear on the rocket launch. Hey. Hey hey so uh so so what's going on I, just, I was just watching another stream sorry to turn that down yeah, so but did you did you say there's something that went sideways with the launch?
1: No, apparently it was on purpose like it just they blew it up, they got to a certain height and then exploded. I don't know, and they were all like happy about it, so it had to be on purpose
0: so yeah, you ran over here and said, oh no, there's something wrong. <laughs> well, I love it because,
1: you know, you don't normally see a launch and then, oh, it exploded and yay.
0: <laughs> okay, so nothing wrong, but the you're you're the one guy who's like, oh, no, it's, it's terrible.
1: That's <laughs> because I didn't know, you know, I didn't know.
0: I don't, you know, you don't usually yeah. equate explosions to being a good thing. Okay, so false alarm. You were seeing something that was planned and you rushed over here. <laughs> to uh to tell us to give us false information is what you were doing yeah i guess so sure <laughs> okay i got it it's all good it's uh described as an unscheduled rapid disassembly I
1: yeah you he, he missed where they showed elon though he didn't look happy so i did I, yeah funny. i saw
0: i did see him actually for a little bit just sitting there watching that thing you know that yeah. rocket is like the biggest rocket that's ever been launched into space it's it's Remarkably huge. That's, that's crazy. Um, like, let's
1: just waste a bunch of let's let's burn a bunch of money today. Like, uh, can you imagine?
0: Chris is suggesting it was not on purpose. Maybe that's why Musk was, uh, uh, um, you know, reacting the way he did. I I'll have to get caught up on the story. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: to... I didn't know anything about it until like fifteen minutes ago.
0: Uh huh. All right. So yeah, celestial excitement. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right, later. All right, there we go. So we'll get to the bottom of that later. No big deal. I'm sure it's fine. Nothing to see here. I love it when those nerds get wound up, though. That's one of my favorite things. All right. The dog is now uh the while you, you uh, what you didn't see uh off camera was uh Darla attacked O'Neal and he growled at her. And then he got on the fucking chair, and now he's got a look on his face like, fuck you. The puppy is chasing his uh, her own foot. Hang on, she's chewing on something. Hey! Okay, it was a bone. She can chew the bone. The bone is okay. All right, <clears throat> folks I do cameos cameo.com slash Eric Zane sign up for one they're fun they're 20 bucks Someone's celebrating a birthday uh, maybe you need to motivate your workers you know to get the bonus uh, I'll do free cameos if someone works at Miller Knoll if they work at Miller Knoll I will waive the fee and I will give them uh, a pep talk. A Eric Zane Show podcast, Cameo Miller Noel, pep talk. Can be yours. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you as always. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616-532-6600. Good group over there fixing all types of cars. The only thing they won't work on. Volkswagens, so they work on evs and hybrids as well that's part of the uh business the all the car dealerships reach out to them hey we can't fix it can you do it of course irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid and ev don't just take my word for it go see the uh, dozens and dozens of reviews that they display prominently at their website irvines.com i might have to do this show like Pat McAfee for the duration if I'm going to do this appropriately because the dog, I'm worried about this puppy taking a dump. Well, hell if she does. It won't be the first time someone's crapped in the house and O'Neill just clean it up. Relax. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Thank you, Kent County Health Department. If you or someone you know or love is having trouble keeping food on the table, reach out to the Kent County Health Department and ask about the WIC program. If you qualify, you can get access to a card with all sorts of uh, uh, food items that can keep the family fed. Kent County Health Department, their website is access.com, accesskent.com slash health. That's accesskent.com slash health or call 616-632-7200. The latest TikTok challenge. These are getting worse. This is not a good story. This is very, very sad. 13-year-old boy sees on TikTok that there's a challenge. And now we all know how this is. If a kid sees a challenge on TikTok, they're going to do it. If they did uh, eat bullets from a machine gun challenge on TikTok, kids would do it. This one is uh, equally deadly. Take as much Benadryl as possible and then die. This kid is dead. What the fuck? Hang on, there's an ad. Shit, hang on a second. Hey! Knock it off. Knock it off, you little fucker. Bear with me. Your old pal EZ is getting all sorts of challenges today. No!
4: Okay, here we go. A local teen is dead after overdosing on an over the counter medication.
0: He was trying to copy a social media challenge. Now, his family spoke with our Stephanie Dupre and only spoke with her. Steph, tell us, what was this challenge all about?
2: Well, Tom, the family tells me that the challenge was to take 12 to 14 pills and it would create a hallucination, but instead that overdose killed him. 13-year-old Jacob Stevens, he was on a ventilator for about a week, and you're about to see a picture of him in that condition. His parents want you to see it and, want this cha- and what this challenge did to their son. I'm going to do everything I can to try to make sure another child doesn't go through it. 13-year-old Jacob Stevens yeah, died after here. six days on a ventilator. The worst day of my life. He overdosed on Benadryl after attempting a TikTok challenge. Family told me the challenge was to take 12 to 14 pills and it would create a hallucination. Jacob took more than that. They kind of just all come at one time and it was too much for his body. Jacob's father Justin Stevens says the teen was at home with friends when he overdosed he says Jacob's friends filmed him attempting the social media challenge when all of a sudden his body started seizing Justin says he felt like time stopped when doctors told him his son would never wake up no brain scan there was nothing there he said we could keep him on the vent we could uh, you know he could lay there like that but he will never open his eyes he will never breathe on his own do anything like that. smile he'll never walk talk his parents described jacob as a well-mannered funny loving kid he played football for greenfield schools
0: it didn't matter how bad of a day i was having and nobody else could make me smile jacob who made me smile
2: his father says what community members
0: dad's like he made me smile almost as much as my hatred of joe biden
2: Said about his son brought him to tears. It
0: made me feel really good to see some of the, the posts that, um, you know, his peers had put on Facebook about how he helped them.
2: And now his family has a warning for other parents
0: keep an eye on what your kid's doing with that phone. Talk
2: to them about, you know, the situation. I want everybody to know about my son's situation. They're also trying to get lawmakers to put an age restriction on buying medicine like Benadryl. Really sure I've already sent to, a message to Mr. DeWine. If it's my life goal to, to make that happen, I'll, I'll, I'll go at it till, till I die. Justin also wants social media like TikTok to have aged restrictions. Like, in order to make an account, you have to provide an ID. Jacob's funeral will be next week. Jesus. On your side, I'm Stephanie Dupre, Fox 28 News.
0: Fucking hey, My God. Hi. Where does it end? This is why people want TikTok banned. Uh, well, I, I don't think... um. I don't know if that's the big problem. I think part of it might be, um, they don't either. They they're not willing to, or they don't have the technology to keep that shit. Those types of challenges, if you will, uh, off of the platform, you know, back when we were growing up, we would watch TV. And if there was anything that was dramatic, like evil Knievel fucking jumping the bus on his motorcycle would say, Kids, don't try this at home. You know? Nowadays they make you like uh drink acid and they say try this at home. So, I mean, I don't know. Florida man 814 says if we can sue gun manufacturers and Alex Jones and McDonald's for hot coffee why can't TikTok and these content creators quote unquote be sued into oblivion and held responsible for all these injuries and deaths from these memarted challenges no i get you i get you and it's kind of similar it's kind of lining up with what i was saying you know i mean it's like uh there is no warning. They're just saying, "Yeah, go ahead and try this. It's great." Uh, this kind of stuff was happening before TikTok, YouTube, and the Cinnamon Challenge, Tide Pods, etc. Uh, I don't think. I think the Tide Pods was a uh, a rumor, and and there were videos saying you should try it, but I don't know if anybody actually did. I was reading a a uh, an op ed about that that it was all no one actually did try that but i don't know maybe that's wrong but still it's it to your point ryan says hey that's a good point florida man instead of making me hassle to go behind the counter to get my meds let's hold the idiots responsible kyle says i think gronk tried it i don't know if that's true Um, but I think when you have, um, kids having access to that and they see that stuff, all kids want is to fit in. They all want to fit in. They all want to, um, not they, they, they want to, um, do what their friends are doing. They want to, they want to seem cool or whatever. That's because all kids are super dumb the brain is not is not formed appropriately you know there's still all sorts of stupid shit that they have to do so they don't need any help by videos saying try this i think though if you like ban tiktok there is one state in in the union I, i'm not sure which one it is that has banned it ban tiktok i mean um it's just going to pop up in some other way it's it, the genie's out of the bottle. There's, there's no going back. I think if you really want to get down to brass tacks, you're really, really concerned about your kids being safe. You either don't allow them access to the internet or you uh, watch over what they do and uh, supervise. But who the fuck wants to do that? I don't know, man. I wish I had an answer here, but I don't. (laughs) Jimmy writes, I watch the three stooges. I know not to hit someone with a hammer. Perhaps he was just stupid. The kid. Perhaps that's it. Maybe it's just stupidity. Is that what we're dealing with here? Is it just, is it a horrible uh, meeting of stupid idea and dumber person meeting? I know it sounds harsh, but I know a lot of 13-year-old kids who would not be interested in taking Benadryl. Brandis says maybe he was trying to impress the friends videotaping him. Exactly. I think that that is true. I think that's probably the best answer here. Peer pressure, you know? Maureen says, combination of stupidity and wanting to fit in. Nate Bull, with a horrible comment. Because he's a horrible individual. He wrote natural selection taking care of possible future leaders. My god. Uh on today's Patreon bonus podcast, I'm going to tell you about the most fucked up funeral ever. You you must join me for this story. This is so Ridiculous. And it didn't happen in like a faraway country. Foreign country. It happened in uh, West Virginia. The most messed up funeral that has ever taken place without a doubt. We'll be talking about that. Patreon.com. Slash Eric Zane. Uh, I reached out to Kyle and I said, uh, uh uh-oh, it happened again. He said, dude, this fucking sucks. LOL. I just restarted this phone if you want to try again, but I get it if you don't. I moved on. We'll try again next week. I think a little princess over there is finally starting to calm down. This has been the first challenging day since we brought her into the fold. Uh, I think we're doing very well, though. I will say that the extensive trips outside are paying off because she does whine when she has to go to the bathroom. That is, uh, it's, it's like having a child. When she cries, I know she's either has to go to the bathroom or uh, eat or drink. One of those three things. Or she's cranky and tired. It's just like having a baby. It's fantastic. All right. Advertise with the Eric Zane Show podcast. Reach out to me, eric, at ericszaneshow.com if you want to find out how it works. It's very simple. Thank you to Berlin Raceway. Okay, I have a drawing today for tickets. But you can get tickets and go see great local racing. Every week is a fantastic schedule. Professional, uh, just under a half-mile oval. Kind of like a tri-oval, almost, at Berlin. Um, asphalt Racing, BerlinRaceway.com. Tickets are $14. $17 if you get them at the gate. Buy them online at BerlinRaceway.com. Parking is free. Children 15 and under are free. Coolers are Welcome. 12 by 18 or smaller only they will measure and they will turn you away. If it's bigger 12 by 18, they got to draw the line somewhere with as many snacks or whatever. You can put a fucking Turkey dinner in your cooler. If you want, uh, you can load it up with whatever you want to eat and you can load it up with all the soft drinks you want. Uh, no alcohol and no glass allowed into the venue. The beer that you buy in the venue is priced appropriately and not overpriced. Great concessions, great food, uh, cheap beer, and all that. They've got a a band that usually plays after the races. You can hang out in the bar underneath the grandstand. Fantastic merch shop. They got it all going at Berlin Raceway. Check them out online, berlinraceway.com, for Saturday's races. Racing all spring, summer, and into the fall at Berlin Raceway. Batting last in the lineup, Blue Frost IT. The managed IT service provider for the EZSP. If you have a small or medium-sized business, this is how the process works. Let's say you need new technology. Your computers suck. They're slow. Employees hate you because your business, all the computers are so slow. You got to upgrade. But if you just start buying stuff off the shelf, you're going to buy too much, too little, or the wrong thing. Sit down for a 30-minute free consultation with Blue Frost IT about what to buy based on the needs of your business. You make your purchase. They help you with that. They help you set it up, get everything, all your networks online, everything. They take care of everything. Then once all that is done on that project, they'll transition their work to managed IT service provider. You need to reach out to Blue Frost if you have any technical issues, 616-285-50. The managed IT work, what that means is, like, if anything goes wrong, you, you call them. Hey, this is crapping out. They log on, remotely access your gear, and t- fix it right there. If you don't have that already established, it's going to take some time to kind of get in the queue. Time is money. Don't do that. Like, if my podcast goes down, I got to have somebody on top of this shit because... If I don't have access to what I need to do this show, I'm out of business. That's how that works. Reach out to Blue Frost IT, 616-200-8550. I got to say, the asshole of the day today is TikTok. Yeah, it's just just fucked up. It's just out of hand. Uh, Brought to you by TC Paintball. Paintball War coming up. A week from Sunday. Well, we did it. We got through this show. I think we did okay. Considering a dog going bananas, Kyle's cell phone acting like crazy, I think, unless it was me. I don't even know. I don't care because we had fun. I think we did okay despite that. Despite those things. I'm at a nominee for asshole of the day, the mayor of Cuntville. That would be uh, Andy Owen. Yeah, honorable mention. All right, folks. Have a good one. I'll talk to you down the road. Thank you. Bye-bye.